1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot Dummies on USA Network recap over here on the Hot Dummies on Islands feed. I'm so excited to be back another week. Soon there will be a lot more content on this feed, so stay tuned. But I'm here today to talk about episode four of Temptation Island season five and the Big D season one. And I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful, amazing, Talented, intelligent, Maggie Morgan. Maggie, how are you, Kirsten? I'm great. After hearing all those nice things you just said about me, oh my gosh,
0: I'm really great. I feel like we've gotten some movement here. Yeah, Temptation Island. I'm feeling excited about the direction this season's going. I'm feeling yes. like it's imploding, and it's great.
1: I agree wholeheartedly, and also my heart is filled with a rage that cannot be contained. For Hall, I was about to say, <laughs> "Good
0: old Hall." Talking, I, I mean, I we'll get there, but yeah, we'll there. half of my notes are a million question marks, several LOLs, and uh, parentheses with a bunch of exclamation points next to them. So yes. there's a lot
1: of that. I've got a lot of all caps, mm-hmm. um, and also a lot of all lowercase. So it's a good mix. Right. It's like so <laughs> angry. You're like,
0: I can't even begin to try to figure out capitalization here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exa- that's exactly it. I'm fueled by rage and only rage. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe, should we finish this? Uh, just finish the bonfire and then kind of go through all the couples? Does that work? Great. Because the middle part of the episode was a nothing burger. So yeah, we do. we're don't. we not talking about of the it. middle part. Of the okay, great, great. <laughs> Love that. there's it's truly I I I write so little about this show um but in the best way like I feel like I'm capturing the high notes and if there's a high note I miss you're gonna have it yep and we're just gonna get through this is so exciting you guys not to like
0: bury the lead and talk about this too early but I there's this new social media app called Threads that I have decided to join so if you want to chat about this with me I will be on there until somebody is too mean to me and then I will get off because I'm a scentsy girl
1: no you don't need to leave if someone is mean to you you just have to send it to me and I will handle (laughs) it appropriately but also you can't leave threads because it would delete your Instagram I can deactivate but um so everybody
0: over the next couple weeks you got to tag Kirsten and I in your threads and we got to get talking about these shows on there because mm-hmm. I'm I'm pumped to be able to chat with you guys again. This is exciting yes. for me. Follow for us while.
1: both on threads. Maggie is at mm-hmm. mlmorgan underscore, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I am at Kirsten said what? I love that it's ML. Like every time I see it, I think of like MLMs and I'm like, but mm-hmm. she's <laughs> not in a pyramid scheme. I just am the pyramid. My initials are the pyramid. Listen, and I will recruit as many people as I have to recruit. Okay. it's fine. I'm like, I'm just waiting to get to the part where I get a pink car. <laughs> With a gigantic uh branding on the side. I love it. Where um the car is actually a lease and the company will send you the lease payments as long as you continue selling product. But if you stop selling product, they stop paying for the lease and it's in your name. So it's gonna ruin your life. You know you would never do that to me. You'd never treat me like that.
0: Never do that to anybody. All I'm asking (laughs) is for a little thread follow. That's all.
1: Well, hopefully that works out. So, okay. The last episode ended with great getting to see Paris's scene in the bonfire mm-hmm. of her saying, you know, if there weren't any cameras, I would S his D, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels weird to get so graphic at the start of the podcast. Like, by the end, I'll be saying full swears. But in the first, yeah. like, five minutes, like, oh, okay. Let's keep it yeah. PG.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> like, really, it's a lot. What if somebody turned this on during their morning?
1: and it's like 9 a.m. for them you know that's a lot Mm. oh my god most people's comedies it's probably like 7 30 in the morning yeah that is early for for S&D yeah Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree so (laughs) great's response to seeing this is that he is embarrassed to see Paris acting like that because it's a poor reflection on him Mm -hmm. and he doesn't trust her like he's always wondering what she's like when he's not around and now he's seeing it and he doesn't like that
0: so, Kirsten, I think unfortunately our Redditor perhaps was correct. This is my takeaway from this episode that Great and Paris were maybe hooking up, maybe seeing each other very briefly, but they were in a very short term relationship mm-hmm. and then came on the show because, yeah, yeah, I mean, they've never been
1: basically, they've never been monogamous. which is fine like monogamy doesn't have to be for everyone that's fine but they're pretending that they are
0: we had ash and hanya last season like experimenting with many things you know like and the but yeah these people came on and they were like paris is like i would like to marry great we've been together for so long i want to marry him and then i don't believe
1: either of you i think they've exchanged a lot of late night text messages and that's about as serious as I would believe that they've ever been.
0: Mm-hmm. But I also
1: great. believe my theory about Roberto and Vanessa, same vibe. Like these people were never together.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. I bet you that Roberto and Vanessa, though, maybe dated, like tried a little more. Like, I feel like Paris and Great were like hooking up. And then one of them got a message that was like, "Hey, do you want to be on Temptation Island?" And they were like, "Hey, person, I'm hooking up with. Let's go." I feel like Roberto and Vanessa dated for like uh, a total of six weeks.
1: You know? Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say one month, but six weeks is in the range. It's in the, the <laughs> yeah. standard deviation. Maybe, the, maybe the two extra weeks were when they were in sequester for Temptation Island. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. so um to great mark l walberg basically says you have to determine how much you can trust people the more you trust like there does become an element of danger and you need to you need to figure out your i guess tolerance or appetite for danger
0: yeah and then the second that great goes home after this he's like i'm beginning my journey here on temptation island as a completely single person and we're off to the races but well, more on that later but yeah i mean i think that this clip was the best situation in terms of like let's get some cheating here in the temptation island house this is what great needed to see to
1: to get it moving you know yeah and you know what and god be with him yeah god bless Uh, him uh so then roberto gets to see the scene of vanessa saying that she lowered her standards to be with him and that uh you know when people see her with him they're like who like what's that compared to her exes Mm -hmm. and then another scene where she's talking to I can't remember his name one of the tempters being like we're gonna be husband and wife in here Uh uh-huh yeah and And Roberto basically in the bonfire is like I'm a single man like we're a bad match
0: (laughs) Roberto literally says he's relieved and every day he's away from her he realizes that he's happier So we're like, okay, great. So every single week, we're just going to see them hooking up with somebody else, trying to get back at each other. And maybe we'll see them get pissed off at one point if they say something rude about each other. But like, these two are done So Like beyond, it's over. And like, honestly, if we're going to later on go through everything that happened with them in the episode, I have one other note for them. Okay. One singular other note for them. And it's that that Well, do you want to just share it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Roberto kissed Desiree.
0: And it's hooking up with
1: another girl. And it does seem seem like they actually are a good match. Like, they're of a similar age, and Mm. I think they're in the same place in life. So I think that, like, they probably won't be together forever, but they make sense to me as a couple. Yeah,
0: and for having fun on Temptation Island, for sure. But, like, I'm like, everything Vanessa does this episode, everything else Roberto does this episode, like, literally was so irrelevant that my only other note is that Roberto made out with Desiree. (laughs)
1: I do have a note that Vanessa was giving Caitlyn really good therapy, but that's I guess not really about Vanessa. It's yeah, it's a Caitlyn thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So Hall gets to see Caitlyn talking to a tempter again. I don't. I don't know any of the tempters' names except Michaela and Tammy and Nafisa. Mm -hmm. So I. I'm sorry. I sorry to this man. Uh. But she's talking about how she wants to get to know him. She's really connecting. He reminds her of. Her ex, like, how did he even get here? And Hall, his words say he's relieved, but his face did not look relieved to me. What did you think? Hall is so embarrassing. like <laughs> i
0: I can't handle the fact that he's like he's like, you know, it, I'm relieved because it seems like she's embracing what's going on. And Markel Wahlberg is like, okay well is it because you have met someone so you feel relieved so that you don't have to feel like such a shithead basically yeah basically and, and he's like well you know he found someone like Michaela who's exactly what he's looking for yeah 24 oh, Paul give me a break give me a fucking break Paul she's 24 she's got the a, a rockin' bag She giggles at everything you say. And you think this is your one true love. Like you found someone who's everything that you want. Oh, so like somebody who's obsessed with you and hot.
1: Yes, 100%. Um, He says, I found a special person really fast that I've been looking for for so long. And I said, I'm sorry. You've been in a relationship for eight years. Why are Mm -hmm. you looking for anyone? You have yep. a fiance, sir. You got down on one knee and asked someone to be with you for the rest of your life. But you were looking for someone else the whole time? No. Yeah, and I mean, give me a break about the kids thing. Like, come
0: on. Michaela's eyes lit up about the idea that she wanted a kid. Okay, yeah. You talk to half of the world's population and they'll give you that. Like, give me a break that that's the situation. I just am like, oh my God, you are such a, Slime ball.
1: And also, Margot Wahlberg said something that <gasps> disturbed you a little bit. No, <laughs> this was the best thing Margot Wahlberg has ever said because he says, like, you need to work on yourself and what's going on with you before you worry about having a family because the idea of auditioning a handmaid is not it. Auditioning a handmaid? Mark work he must have <laughs> just been watching
0: anime's tale under his eye man I was like Mark you did not just say that about Hall oh you can tell Mark Kate Hall.
1: he said that to his face like I know. that's the kind of burn that I might feel a little bad saying behind someone's back yeah no that's the kind of burn that we would say on this podcast and then be like should we cut it out And you'd be like, we should cut it out. And I'd be like, it's fine. Nobody's listening. And then we would hear from the person we said about. (laughs) And I'd be like, oh damn. Yeah. Um, I listen, I have become a Mark L. Wahlberg stan. Me too. Me too. He's giving what
0: needs to be given this season of Temptation Island because Mark is really sometimes Mark takes it too seriously and we're like, these people are losers, Mark. You don't need to invest that much in them. But Mark is getting to these losers exactly yes. what we want him to give, which is a
1: hard dose of reality. 150%. Mm-hmm. Um, so each villa then had group dates and then mm-hmm. had to send someone home from each group date. Did uh, you know, I say this? Yes. I literally
0: have the sound on TikTok from Dance Moms in my head that's like, BORING! sloppy lazy like this was such a waste
1: of time. So the, minutes the men and the woman tempters played soccer mm-hmm. just so i just want people to know like what we were slogging through we're not going to go into the details because like played soccer is also a loose definition of what happened and like, i get into a goal i couldn't tell you what the women did with the male tempters what was their date fish, fish. they went fishing Yes. If a man tried to take me fishing, I would drown them. They would be feeding the fishes. Yeah, I mean, they like basically set up
0: poles and then went and sat on rocks with individual people. And we're like, I like you.
1: (laughs) No, the only came. I only have two notes about the women's group date with the men. The first is, Uh how are we only finding out episode four that there is an Australian man here? Christian, a CEO at 28, CEO of what?
0: We we knew he was on this season because he's the one who I think is the most handsome, and he went on a date with Paris the first episode, and she thought he was too immature.
1: I don't remember hearing an Australian accent on this show. Did he talk (laughs) in his other scenes? Maybe. Uh, Well, I do. I knew he was. Okay. um, Well, then I'm just not good at paying attention, so that's my own fault.
0: Um, No, he's irrelevant.
1: Yeah, he's completely irrelevant. I thought he was going to mm-hmm. go home. Uh, and then Caitlin was talking about how you need to figure out who is there for the right reasons. And I have written in all caps, what is the right reason on temptation? Island?" I'm sorry. Like, what does that mean? The right reason is, and I'm sorry, everybody who it's 730 a.m. and you're tuning. I'm going to say a bad word.
0: The right reason is whoever wants to fuck the, the people there. That's the right reason. You know? And, like, Caitlin's like, I, I, I need to find somebody who's here because they want to sleep with me. And do you think, girl? I think
1: That's she'll cool. be cheating
0: in no time. Oh, it's my, coming. In my opinion.
1: It's, it's coming. coming. Yeah. I think it's going to take a little longer than we thought based on mm-hmm. the rest of this episode, but it's coming. Yeah. Um, the woman sent a man named Griffin home. Again, <laughs> I could see him on the street. I wouldn't know a thing. I literally, in parentheses, said who? Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know him. Um, on the men's date after the soccer, they send Marjorie home, who I know yeah. by face but didn't know by name. And she at least gave us a little spice, a little yeah, drama. She,
0: she was trying to fight. The reason that she got sent home is cause she was doing a one-on-one date. But this is the reason the show gave us. She got sent home because she was doing a one-on-one date with Roberto and was talking mad shit about Nafisa and he was like well instead of talking to me or just talking poorly about somebody else and so they sent her home and then when she got sent home she was like I shouldn't have gone home Nafisa should have gone home and then her and Nafisa got night.
1: yeah and Nafisa had a point like Nafisa is like yeah. why am I in it what like what are you doing go home yeah. um like I'm not talking to you and Marjorie is just getting her TV moment, and I love that for her. I will never see her again, and my life is fine. Um, mm-hmm. But then it did actually kind of pan out this episode because Nafisa was kind of rude to Tammy and then got uh-huh. into another fight where a third girl, who, again, was not in the fight, started crying, which was confusing to me. the same
0: from last time who was causing drama who was irrelevant.
1: Irrelevant drama girl. Name. Yeah, the girl who
0: was like, uh, Roberto was like, I like you to this girl. And she's like, but my best friend likes you. And it was this girl who was the best friend.
1: Oh, remember? I yeah. remember, but I didn't remember it was this girl
0: her name isn't Tammy
1: but it's Tia is her name that's me Tia. Tia. okay yeah Tia Mm -hmm. crying she was not in the fight but Nafisa asked Tammy like oh did you freshen yourself up tonight did you brush your teeth and I think she was trying to be like sassy like oh did you freshen up but Tammy took it as like have you brushed your teeth yet and then it was a misunderstanding that caused conflict
0: well I think that Nafisa was trying to be a like rude like I think she was like you said sassy but I think it was because she was like oh did you brush your teeth because you think you're gonna hook up with great tonight well lol I am you know like that type of thing yeah um but then they got in like a gigantic fight in front of great and he was just like looking at the ground with his blanket over his head
1: yeah I didn't like that look from him actually I think that he should have been like you know what we're not gonna do this Uh uh-huh I think that he probably was just like
0: whoa I like. I guess I'm not
1: Hooking up with anybody tonight?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, okay, so the last thing from Paris and Great that I have on here is what happened with. I mean, Great from the rest of the entire episode
1: licking people
0: and like
1: he's yeah. It was the the women's villa did a talent show and the men's villa just licked whipped cream off of each other question it was mark. Disgusting. It, was it was one of the honestly. grossest things I've ever like. I don't even like whipped cream. So it's like extra disgusting to me. I know a lot of people are whipped cream freaks and maybe it's like only half as gross to them, but I don't know.
0: I like the thing is that's hard for me to picture is that they're in these villas. I know they're so drunk so it like doesn't matter, but they're in these villas and they're these women are half naked, covered in paint and whipped cream. But then they look around and there's like seven other people in the room. Like, it's not like a gigantic, like I've been to raves where like that vibe is happening, but there's like a thousand people there. So you're like, I'm one of a sea of people doing the same thing. Like, I can't imagine this, like opening my eyes and being like, I am naked covered in whipped cream and paint. And there's a camera crew and six other people here.
1: Like, imagine looking up and seeing the camera on you and you're like, how did I get here? The the camera on you
0: and then like several unattractive men with girlfriends.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not the best. And I also just imagine like, like we see the scene that's, I guess, supposed to be sexy of like all Uh the licking of the whipped cream, but we don't see the scene of like, oh, let's squirt all of this whipped cream every like imagine setting up for that shot like do you think like, like who put the whipped cream on like and who was choosing the locations it obviously wasn't done in like a fun or sexy way or else we would have seen a shot of it probably mm-hmm. so it's like what did like the camera crew help with the whipped cream on the girls like what like how do you get I don't know it's I I've-, I've gone too far into the weeds about the whipped cream but yes. it just was horrifying to me yeah, um, me, me also. but yeah Paris so great just licks whipped cream and Paris and Tajik uh-huh. they got into bed together she also like in her it's funny in her confessional she's like I'm just scared I'm gonna do something I don't want to do and it's like girl you invited him into the bed like you have the power here you yeah, don't have I, to do anything you don't want to do I
0: mean I personally think that she was playing coy
1: in the you know she's like 100% coy.
0: I might lose my mind and just do something wild. And it's like, yes, girl, I think that you're going to do that. I mean, he gave her the lap dance and then made out with her in front of everybody. So also question, why, when we saw them in bed together, did we not see the cheating light go off?
1: Why, when he kissed her during the lap dance, did we not see the cheating light go off? I know. Where is the cheating light? We were promised cheating light.
0: Is it yeah. only sex? Is it only like full penetration that we get cheating light?
1: Feeling real bad for the person for whom it's 8 a.m. and you just said full penetration. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. <everyone.
1: laughs> no, don't be day. sorry. You said what needed to be said. We need answers. I'm tweeting at Markel Wahlberg right now.
0: Do it. Do it. No, thread him because I bet you he's already on threads and you'll get through better.
1: I mean, he um, last time I tweeted him, he replied instantly. No, also on answers. threads, like almost every post I see is friend of the pod Laura Gerard, and I feel like I'm <laughs> in my, like I know Laura and we're actually friends, but I uh-huh. really feel like I'm in my Laura Gerard fitness like parasocial era where I'm like, oh, I'm Laura,
0: I love that friend of the pod Laura will definitely listen to this, so you will
1: be probably getting a DM from her after it's fine. We, the it's fine, she knows mm-hmm. I'm always sending her memes. I think that parasocial fine. is representative of if you've never met her, but you've met her. I know. Her no, we are friends. Like uh-huh. I want to be very clear, we are actually friends. But I feel like mm-hmm. I'm reacting in a way as if it's like parasocial and not real. <laughs> and I'm like, I need sure. to chill the fuck out. Sure. Okay, he is. He is here. I'm gonna follow mm-hmm. him. Okay. And, I'm gonna follow him too. I'm gonna and then I'm right. going to write him a message. Mark L. Wahlberg needs to know about the cheating light. We get clarity on the minimum required cheating for the cheating light to, to go, go on.
0: Off. I love it. This is great. <laughs> this is perfect. Hopefully, he answers by the end of the pod. Do you think he will?
1: I pray. I pray that he does because we need answers. It's fine. Um, okay. So
0: we should talk about Hall and Caitlin next.
1: Yes. Hall is, I feel like Hall went missing after the yeah. group date, which is my favorite thing that he could have done in the episode. And then Caitlin is vibing with this guy, Mike, who yeah. allegedly rapped to her. But I have to tell really? you, I was watching the episode not on one-time speed. It was fast. And it still yeah, me was, sounded way too slow to be a rap. So I think it was just a sad poem.
0: It, <laughs> it was like, and he like almost won the talent show. I was like, what were the other talents? And I'm, then we saw people juggling limes, which is pretty lame. But I was like, oh no. But okay, no, at least but-
1: juggling limes Is a talent rhyming space buns with the one is not a talent. And the fact that Caitlin was into it just shows how digmatized she is. Yeah, and how like rough the situation with uh Hall is. I mean,
0: okay, this is what I really have to say about this. Caitlin was this confessional. I was like, oh god, oh no. She was in the confessional and she was talking about how, like, when she thinks about what happens when her and Hall get married. Like, she's nervous about, like, mm-hmm. what what it would feel like to be married to him. Like, the idea doesn't, like, fill her with joy or happiness or bring her peace. Like, she's, like, nervous. And then she starts crying. And she's like, I'm not sure how I will feel. And I was like, oh, girl, that is your answer. Like, you didn't need to come all the way to Temptation Island. Like, this is your answer, girl. If you are crying over the idea of what it will feel like to be married to him, it's time to go, you know?
1: Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, and when she's talking about this with the group, one of the singles is like, yeah, if you were my best friend, I would tell you, like, why are you with this guy like yeah. every day? And mm-hmm. Vanessa says, well, maybe you feel this way because he has ripped that security away from you before. So you just can't mm-hmm. like trust him and I was like, oh, that was very astute from Vanessa. It was an, a kind, sweet moment. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the friendships between the women on this show.
0: Oh, and, and every single season, the friendships between the women are really great. It's yeah. like a total, like, sisterhood. Um, so, Caitlin
1: likes Mike. He wins the talent show. They well, He ties the talent show. Oh, yeah. And then they do a tiebreaker. And Tajik wins the talent show and gets to cuddle with Paris. And then because
0: I think Mike tied, he also gets to be in Caitlin's bed, but she does not sleep in bed with
1: him. She sleeps on the couch, which felt like a very me move. I was like, Caitlin, I feel you, girl. Well, because so I actually felt really awkward about Mike because Mm -hmm. he's talking about, oh, well, like, I'm just going to sleep here. I'm staying here for the night. And she's clearly uncomfortable. And he's not picking up on that vibe. And he's just pushing and pushing that he's going to be in the bed. and. I, that's not a good look. Like if she's uncomfortable, no, you got to go. That's her room. L- leave her yeah. alone. And I she goes and, and sleeps on the couch. It made me sad. I do also think that like, from what we've heard from
0: behind the scenes covering temptation Island, like where the tempters stay is like crappy. Like they stay in like bunk beds basically. And like, yeah. tough. so the idea that you could sleep in like one of the couple's rooms is like great. So he probably was like, Oh my God. Yay. I get to sleep in here. And she, I would imagine, I mean, I hope this is the way it went down because your version is like, yeah, screw Mike, get the hell out of her room. I would imagine she was probably like, no, you can stay here, like if it's going to be a better situation. But I don't think that I should be sleeping with you, so she went slept on the couch.
1: Um, I guess I just think like even if it is shitty to go back for another night in the bad accommodations, I think it gives you more of a chance that you'll get to sleep in the bed actually with Caitlin <laughs> moving forward. Yeah. If
0: you're being respectful, yeah. But mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. Okay. and then lastly is Christopher and Maricela like literally nothing mm-hmm. happened but then Christopher got in a fight with one of the temptresses who he was trying to
1: hook up with it was weird and boring and lame um, I know I yeah. loved it so much though because it's like this 22 year old woman really <laughs> calling out this 30 year old man for not being authentic and she's just like No, he's just like, you've got to get used to the fact that someone didn't want you. And she's like, no, you have to get used to the fact that someone didn't want you. And it's obviously just like, they were attracted to each other, but don't actually like each other. And so Mm -hmm. it's just not, it's not going to happen. He's moved on to other people. She called him a narcissist at one point. (laughs) He's like, you don't know me. He said, you don't know me. How can can you call me that?
0: Uh huh. She's like, I know you not.
1: And Do like, you, okay, girl? Yeah, her okay. name's Abby. I was actually shocked she didn't get sent home. Me too. That's why I'm saying the other girl must have been really bad. This Abby I think be- the, well, no, I think the reason why she went home is because she started throwing another girl under the bus. Like I think if you try to pitch who's going to go home, that's always going to send you home on Temptation Island. Yeah, and
0: um, I think Roberto might like Abby.
1: Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Good for Roberto.
0: Um, but yeah. So and then
1: basically we got literally nothing from our like nothing. So yeah, she's we'll feeling good though. Yeah, she's feeling good, and I'm happy for her. And that's I guess all on Temptation Island. Do you have anything else? I don't. Um, I'm ready to talk about the Big D, but I think okay. before we do, we should take a quick break. Yes, we will be right back. and we're back it's time for the big d now i want to scoot right to the preview for next week before we get into Mm -hmm. this is that okay can we talk about that yes please Mm -hmm. so we had you know the initial divorcees came in with their like ex Mm -hmm. and then we've had some singles come in where we're like oh like i guess their partner wouldn't sign the release whatever no Mm -hmm. they did it like this To torture them more. And I'm so excited for next week's episode of The Big D. Because they've now made it X on the beach. Mm -hmm. Because Angelique's ex-husband and Dean's ex-wife are entering next week. And I have it written in all caps. Like SOS. I am dying. I am not okay. Like I knew something had to be up with
0: the fact that they had photos of them with their ex-spouse. And the mm -hmm. person's face was not blurred. I was like, they had to have signed some sort of release form because you can't just show photos of someone yeah. if they've not given their permission. And if these people were not involved in the show at all, they would not have given their permission. Well, so I so- knew there might have been something fishy going on, but I did not expect it.
1: But also, yes, in the strictest sense, that is true. But I also know, um, I know someone who was used in like, hoh photos for someone who was uh-huh. on big brother and they didn't receive any sort of sign package to sign things until well after the episode had aired was, so like
0: was some- it u.s or canada
1: that was canada
0: yeah i think that in the u.s it's much stricter because mm. there's like they have like specific yeah i i, yeah. I just know like for in terms of like filming people on the street and stuff if you're speaking to them, you need a release form. And like, I've had friends who've been PAs who had like sprint down the street and like hunt people down and stuff. Oh, so no. I just like knew, I know. I just knew that like in order to do any sort of release form, there had to be something going on, but I did not expect them to enter the house.
1: No. And, and yeah, that's the thing too. Like, I feel like it's a very different level of commitment to sign a release that your photo can be used versus yeah. signing a release to enter the house. That's a lot yeah. more. So I'm in. I'm so excited um, because it seems like Angelique's ex is going to be really upset that she's connecting with someone and Dean's wife also will be. So that's Stay tuned. Mm -hmm. This episode, I would say, was like mostly mid, but it's building.
0: I I think it was pretty mid, but also I think that like we we are definitely building now that Jillian's not there anymore.
1: David gets to like run free and all of the girls are after him. And can Um, we talk about that for a second? Because why? He's so mid. Like he, to me, I feel like we don't know his personality at all. He doesn't, like whenever anyone asks him anything, he just goes, I'm a simple man who has simple needs. Okay, well tell me your needs. Don't just say you're simple. I think it's because David is like the definition
0: on this show of like, Okay, so if we're looking at these guys, Takor obviously has some, a lot of serious stuff going on. Yes. Devin is in, madly in love with Alexis. Yes. Um, uh, Blair is gorgeous. Like, very, very handsome. Yes. I would be intimidated to try to go after him if I was in the house. I would be like, he's too handsome, you know, whatever. I think David falls in that sweet spot where he's nice enough and, the, like, he's handsome enough. Like, he's, like, approachable looking. And I think that, you know, what happened last week when Jillian was talking about, like, what happened in their marriage, sort of, we were talking a lot. Like, okay, well, but if these are his true colors, like, yuck. And I think that he probably presents as though he's, like, this really sweet, put-together guy who, like, really cares. And then, you know, clearly when push comes to shove, that's not what he was able to give at least mm-hmm. in the time of his marriage with Jillian. But I see why these women are going after him because I do think he's the most approachable out of all of these men.
1: I that is the nicest way you could have said that and I really <laughs> admire that. Um Angelique <laughs> says that she's playing the field and David is kind and fun, which like are both good attributes, but you probably mm-hmm. don't want them to be the first two attributes shared about like someone if like if someone was romantically interested in me which obviously keep it to yourself I'm a taken lady (laughs) um I wouldn't want them to be like oh she's so kind and fun like that to me is like friend vibes not dating vibes oh I don't know like I would want them to think I'm kind and fun but I wouldn't want those to be like the first two things
0: yeah I think that like
1: I mean there's like six people there you know, this is like the smallest dating house ever. And it's, yeah, a lot of people are just, like, not up for it either. Like, yeah. But I just think people should be more all in on Dean because he's better.
0: Yeah, but I think that Dean is just very high energy and I think that David is the type of guy who, like, because he's a little quieter, a little more laid back, like, He's the type of guy that you can project a lot of things onto. Mm. You can be like, oh, gosh, he's just so sweet. When it was like he was just sitting there smiling at you. You know, like, I think that he's like the perfect person. Like, whereas Dean has an incredibly strong personality. So either you like him or you don't. Um, But somebody like David is more affable.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Fair enough. Not my cup of tea, but you've made a good case. You've made a good case. Yeah. Um, did you notice Takur's horrible hat in this episode that I queued up last week? No, I didn't. Oh my God. He was sitting in the pool wearing it at the start of this episode. And I wrote in my notes, Maggie, did you notice Decor's hat this time? <laughs> okay, next time I will be on the lookout <laughs> for it. I'm hopeful that Casey made him throw that hat away or something.
0: Oh, I don't man. know. Decor
1: and Casey. Wait, can we talk about Decor and Casey? Yes. Let's do it. Wait, can we do one thing first? Yes. A new person does move in this episode named Joe. Oh, She's yes, um, jo. eight months divorced from Atlanta, 33. She vibes a lot with Dean. Um, Gorgeous. I just was like, I should let her, let everyone know there's a new person in the house before yeah. we get into the like, couples.
0: She's beautiful. She's six feet tall. She's lovely. Her yes. and Dean are liking each other. Great. Um... Cor and Casey go on this date because Casey and D win the exercise thing. Yeah. And they get to pick who they want to go on a date with. So Casey and Cork go on a date. And Casey's like, Cork so funny. Everything is great. I really like him, blah, blah, blah. And then they kiss. And Casey's in the conventional. And she's like, it was the most friend kiss ever. I felt like I was kissing my brother, basically. <laughs> she's like, the kiss was like kissing a friend. And I mean, I've been there. We all been there, girl. But I was like, ooh. A rough thing for somebody to say about you on national TV.
1: Yeah. uh, They had like a moment in this episode where she's like getting a water bottle out and he like makes a little comment. and She's like, Oh. oh, I should bend over and like do that again. And I was like, no. All this for... Takor t- t- was in a much better place this episode. Yeah. I think maybe he's been having some of those therapy sessions that Devin did in this episode.
0: Yeah, and Takor is in a better place. We didn't see him and Didi interact at all. We didn't mm-hmm. see him freak out that Didi was going on a date with somebody else while he And it was in front date. of
1: him, yeah. Yeah,
0: and he seemed okay. Um, Devin went on... So Alexis and Devin are, like, really... We queued this up last week, but I do think that they will be the winners of the big piece. They will win their relationship back because they are really making an effort. And, like, they're arguing again. And Alexis is talking about his temper. And so Devin literally, like, scheduled a session with Dr. Jada to talk about his anger. And, I mean, the session was, like, you know, 20 (laughs) seconds on television. But... I am hopeful that
1: perhaps there's more going on behind the scenes. Yeah. They're not going to show us a full therapy session, right? Yeah. Like that was probably an mm-hmm. hour of conversation. And because yeah, when they did argue over the eggs, I did notice like Devin's anger was a little like, Ooh, I don't, I don't care for that. Mm-hmm. Um, But I do like that. He, like Alexis didn't ask him to go to therapy. He was like, percent. I need to work on this because Mm -hmm. he's realizing that he's still in love with Alexis and he wants to be with her. And so he's doing some work to, to get it Mm -hmm. back. They had such a sweet conversation about the therapy session, a little debrief and it was so sweet. And I really think they're going to get back together and hopefully be okay. He says that he really wants to give their love a second chance and it was beautiful. It was. It was truly beautiful. Um, Blair and Ariel also had like a really good conversation at the start of this episode. You know, earlier in the season, I think Blair was so blinded by, oh, I think Ariel wants to be back with me that Mm -hmm. he wasn't ready to communicate with her. And so they didn't really have any productive conversations. But they had a really good one here where they both communicated their feelings to each other about um you know what happened in their relationship and how they Mm -hmm. felt and it just seemed like they were in such a good place after that combo
0: yeah and you know I think that they took the time to talk about the fact that like Ariel basically was able to finally communicate to Blair like I am in grief over our relationship like I'm not trying to get back I mean maybe she was a little bit but the main focus of it was like this was a traumatic thing for me Mm -hmm. I'm in grief over it and when she I think she finally when she put it sort of that way he was like I also am okay then we're in the same place we're just processing it very different and he admitted you know the wrongdoing that he did in their relationship and she admitted the wrongdoing that he did or that she did and you're right I thought that it was really nice I felt like finally they were you know in in a spot that they in the spot that they need to be in and I think that's Eventually, spoiler alert, this is why Ariel is the one who ends up going home. And I do think it happens because, as Devin points out, like, she got what she needed. Like, this was what she came to the island for. She didn't come to find love. She didn't come to find, you know, whatever. She came to grieve and process her, the ending of her marriage. And the fact that her and Blair were able to do that, like, she left with a smile on her face.
1: Yeah, they really... They had they talked about how the show was filming in Costa Rica, which is where they had a honeymoon and it's a place that also gave them a resolution. So I think that's kind of a beautiful bookend as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um absolutely.
0: I guess um, like the other big thing to um talk about here is just Angelique and David overall. I think yes. that they are gonna be like the hookup couple of the season. Like basically Angelique like took David and David went into his room and like oh, rubbing stuff on him and then turned off the light and closed the curtains and it sort of like implied that maybe they got physical um and then angelique and blair got in a fight somehow
1: and yeah so i think the way that i don't fully believe angelique's way of how she described it was she told david yeah. what happened and what she said was she came out and they were talking about who should get eliminated mm-hmm. and so i do believe that could be true and so mm-hmm. she immediately threw Ariel under the bus, which I don't think she should have done. I Like, she mm-hmm. shouldn't have been talking about who's going to get eliminated in a big group. She should have talked one-on-one to, like, one man, not uh-huh. in front of a big group of mixed Bad companies. social game. Angelique, yeah. Bad social game. She's, she's delusional, um, I would say. And Blair didn't like that she was trying to get rid of Ariel, especially when Ariel's not even in the room to defend herself. Mm-hmm. And Blair did call her a bitch, which I did not like.
0: Yeah, you don't love it. But also, I was like, you know, he is defending Ariel after they just had this huge breakthrough. Yeah. So I'm sure that he's probably feeling confused and defensive. But no, men should never be calling women bitches, especially women that they don't know that well.
1: Yeah, it was like bitch brackets derogatory, you know. Uh Yeah, 1000%. Mm percent I didn't love that, but I do think that other than that, the material, the substance of his argument was correct. Like, yeah. And Angelique came out and was like, I'm going on the offensive. I can get rid of Ariel. I have the power here. And it did rub people the wrong way. But Mm -hmm. David gets a say and he wants to pursue a relationship with Angelique. So she was never going to go home. And David's
0: like, in his confessional at the end, he's like, you know, I just think Angelique misunderstood. Wait, what did he say? He said, I literally wrote this down because I thought this was the most pathetic quote I've ever heard. He said, it's not easy to resist a beautiful blonde who wants to kiss me on the lips. David. Now, come on now, David. Have a little self-respect there.
1: <laughs> I think David Ooh. would have a hard time resisting any woman that wanted to kiss him on the lips. Regardless of hair color
0: or beauty. Who wants to kiss me on the lips? David.
1: What? I don't know. I don't I don't know. What am I what are are you supposed to say to that? I wrote it down because I literally wrote L O L okay. I did like David being like, oh, I noticed tensions are high. And then like when he's talking to Angelique, he's like, Yeah, that doesn't really sound like Blair but then like talks to Blair and David's like, Oh, well, I've never seen that side of her. He just, seems her. just trying to get it in.
0: And you know, it's called the big D the show is called the big D so
1: And yet you know, David the is movie. there. So. Oh, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we haven't heard the confessional yet. We don't know, but I can read energy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh!
0: Okay, Kristen, is there anything else that we should discuss?
1: i the Big D. Um, Casey got stuck on the zip line, which was pretty funny. Yeah,
0: and she her confessional about it was cute. The confessional was silly. That was like she would be. She would be so good on Big Brother. That's all I can think the whole time. She could her. absolutely describe the challenges. Yeah, one thousand percent. She would be voted out pre-jury one million percent. But she would be great on Big Brother
1: absolutely <laughs> um but yeah that is all there you have it everybody another week temptation island in the big d usa yes. network rise up <laughs> yes
0: let's do it feather brains. let us know what you thought of the episode and what you th- think of the podcast uh please give us we can't read what you uh think of the podcast unless it's in the form of a five-star review so On the podcast app, if you want to leave a five star review and then give us, you know, any sort of constructive feedback, uh, we would love to see it. But we uh, physically can't read it unless it's under a five star review. So, um, yeah, and we we need
1: it because we got a pretty mean one star review. I can't really see what it says, but I can see that it exists. So people are gonna have to fix that. Yeah, yeah,
0: we gotta, we gotta, you know, make up for that. Um, and we want to hear from you on threads. Like I said, uh, we want to hear what you have to say about all of the shenanigans going on, on USA network and where else can people find you, Kirsten, if they want to get in touch with you?
1: Yes, they can follow me everywhere. Twitter threads, TikTok, all of it at Kirsten said what, and they can listen to me talking pop culture, celeb gossip and trending topics over on mess magnets. Um, on the reality TV wrap up suite. So please check that out. And Maggie, where can they find you?
0: Yeah, people can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and threads now at MLMorgan. Looking forward
1: to hearing me. from you guys. We will be back next week for week five of Temptation Island and the Big D. And we will see you then. Bye.